Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number 437. I'm joined by Nikki Guns in this one, and we go through our NFL week four picks, and apparently every team is going to play, regardless of what happens with your health and COVID or whatever. Game on. Game on. Remember, all the picks are free. www.jeffreyblander.com. NFL page, college football page, Major League Baseball page. The playoffs just started. Coaches 1-0 in the playoffs to start off. And uh, don't forget to use MyBookieAG. Use promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a 50% sign-up bonus when you, when you do that. You play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. And don't forget I'm an author the Ali Armini series. Code Blood Red, fourth and dead squeeze play. You get directly from the publisher of thewordverve.com. Amazon Prime, Kindle Select user. Download it to your favorite electronic reading device. And now for the quiz. Guns, he wore number 37. I have a feeling you weren't very fond of this player because he played for the Chargers and the Patriots. I think I already know who it is. Who, who you got? We got Rodney Harrison. We got Rodney Harrison. Born December 15, 1972. Six foot one. 220 pounds, was voted the dirtiest player in the NFL by his fellow players, was with the San Diego Chargers from 94 to 2002 and then 2003 to 2008 with the Patsies, two-time Super Bowl champ, two-time Pro Bowler, three, only two Pro Bowls, but made three first-team All-Pros. Yeah, you would think, I think just because of his, his hard physical style, he, he didn't get those votes. Yeah. yeah, that could be. He's on the San Diego Chargers 50th anniversary team and the New England Patriots 50th anniversary team and the New England Patriots Hall of Fame. Wow. Wow. He was, he was nasty in his day. Yep. Uh, 30 and a half career sacks, 34 interceptions, 11 forced fumbles. Roddy Harrison. Well, it was a good week for us, Guns. The, the gambling gods were on our side. Maybe, it's a, maybe we're like Brett Saberhagen. The odd years were good. The even, the even <laughs> weeks were not so good. Um, I went four and zero in my best bets. Ooh. I I couldn't find a fifth game, and then all those super contests were in. I picked three different teams for my fifth game and lost every single one oh of them. Went gosh. four and one in all three super contests. Yeah, that's not a bad thing, though. Nope, I won the lock. Went nine and seven overall. You went four and two in your best bets. You were. Ten and six overall, and you won your lock of the week as well. And so I went three and two in the big super, and I went four and one in your super. So yeah. that our super for the gambling chalk talk is coming down to the wire for the first segment. So absolutely, this is the big week. Yep, the big week. A lot of teams in striking range, Johnny. Yeah, absolutely, and I, I I did the college football pot already, and I made a mistake. I did not go one and four last week. I went two and three, and I lost the Iowa State game on that. But they're calling a bad beat, but I don't think there's any bad beats. It, you know, they flipped up a ball in the end zone. A guy caught it. You lose. Yep. Brock Purdy threw a, a wild, like, it was a lateral. It ended up trying to throw the ball away. Just take the sack. But I'm still 60% in college football, too. So take that all day. I'll take Make it. Make a living on that. All right. We're going to lead off with Thursday Night Football. And it's not a game we're going to dwell too long on because neither of us have this as a best bet. And it's... Team 101, the Broncos, against Team 102, the New York Jets. And uh, I can tell you what, the Jets have trouble. Becton and Fant, their tackles are banged up. This QB matchup is ugly. You got Darnold, who who has been bad. And you got Rippon starting for um, Denver. 
Broncos are passing on 65% of their plays. It's a bit odd considering they don't have a good quarterback. And the, the, when Locke was healthy, you don't want him throwing the ball a lot. Uh, I guess some of that is dictated because they've been trailing in games. Uh, I guess Darnold has a chance for a better game than Rippon, so I guess the QB advantage goes to the, to, to the Jets. The coaching, similar to the QB play, not good. Fangio, major disappointment. Gaze, now if you're going for Trevor Lawrence, Guns, let me ask you. Why would you fire Adam Gase? You're, you're right if you're going for him. But if you're going for him, you let him keep just, running that I train just, into the ground. I just wonder, is he a dead man walking already, or is he coaching for his job this Thursday night? Because, honestly, there's no tanking. I, I believe there's no tanking in the NFL. I don't so. think so either, but if you have a bad coach, you're like, let's let him keep screwing up, Yep, and we'll get a better I draft I he's lost the uh, – I mean, there were players publicly stating that they were having bad practices, and that's the reason they're horrible. Yeah. So maybe this week with no practice because it's a short week, they'll be better. I don't yeah. know. I don't think there's much hope for for uh, these two teams. The Jets' offensive line, bottom third, same as the Broncos. Offensive line for the Broncos has been playing bad. The only hope is the Jets' defensive line is good against a run, and you're going to make Rippon have to throw the ball, and I think – the Broncos have shown they're more than willing to do that. This line was three. They announced Rippon was starting. It's now one, Nick. Oh, it dropped to one? It dropped to one. Wow. I I was gonna take I was gonna take the Jets getting three. What's the over under on that? Uh forty. Eesh. I I'm still taking the Jets in one point. I uh, the defensive line advantage and Darnold can have a good day. I'm not sure Rippon can. So what do you got for that uh, one? You have agreement here. I'm going to make this quick because I'm, 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 I, uh, luckily I got the Jets minus three. Um, Jets 0-3 against the spread this year. Believe it or not, Denver's 2-1 against the spread. Uh, Denver, 15 points a game they're scoring. Jets, 12.3. I mean, two pathetic offenses, two bad defenses. Uh, both Denver's defense is better, but another injury to uh, Jarrell Kate. Uh, the guy they got from Tennessee, Jarrell um, Casey, or yeah. Um, anyway, a, another stud in their lineup out of the game. Um, Jets don't have too many chances to win too many games this year. Neither does Denver, but I think Jets uh, home. This is their chance. I'm I'm going to take the Jets here. It's it's uh, it's a stay away for me, but definitely I'll take stay the Jets. Away. Bad game for a Thursday night. Bad game. Yep. Bad game. All right, this next one. Oh, I hear the music. I like this game. Jumped on it early. Uh, got it at two and a half. This is number 251, the Colts. Laying two and a half points on the road. I know, a short home dog. 252 Bears. And one of my best bets this week will be the Colts at minus two and a half. And this is why. I'll get the Bears a little credit. Nagy was smart enough not to stick with Trubisky too long. That, that is why they're 3-0. Um, welcome to 3-0. You're going to be 3-1 soon. Um, Foles pitch, pitches well in relief. That's what he does. He's, he's the best relief pitcher in the NFL. And now he's starting, and he's not the same as a starter. Uh, I, I actually like Foles better than Rivers at this point in his career. But, you know, I have to look at the trench fight battle. And the Indy defensive line has been outstanding. Really pe- pressuring the quarterback. They stopped the run. And, it, and frankly, it's shocking, but they're better than that Bears defensive line. 
And so, and the offensive line, much better for the Colts. So they're winning the trench fight. Um, I bet the Colts wish they had Trubisky out there, but instead they got to deal with, with uh, you know, Foles. Frank Wright gets a coaching nod. I was impressed by Nagy showing some cojones, benching Trubisky, you know, coming back a couple games. He, at least he didn't wait four games later and have them two and four instead of three and zero oh right now. So I, I gotta give him credit for that. The Bears are outgaining teams by four yards a game. That's not so good. The Colts are outgaining teams by 160 yards a game. That loss at Jacksonville was an anomaly. If it wasn't for the Rivers turnovers, they'd be three and zero. This Bears defense is doing a great job in the red zone. Uh, but this is, you know, if this comes down to a field goal, I'm winning. And hopefully you get the early number because this game is on move to three. It did move to three. It dropped down to two and a half. It's been kicking around. I've even seen three and a half at times. It's right now two and a half at my book, AG. Nick, where do you stand on this one? Uh, you have agreement with me. My only worry is uh, Foles has he, he – this guy just comes up clutch sometimes. Sometimes he plays like he is – uh, in all pro. We saw it in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. Um, I agree with you. Indy, number one defense in the league in points allowed a game, and that's that's the bottom line number. They're only giving up 15 points a game. Uh, Chicago's ninth. They're giving up almost 21 points a game. They have a good defense as well. Advantage, Colts also turnover differential. Uh, Colts are plus three, fifth in the league. Chicago's dead even at 18th. A lot of that was Trubisky, though. So now with Foles in there, it's, it's a different ball game. Um, the other thing I love with Indy, number one pass defense. Is that the teams they've played? Was that that game Jacksonville, against? Jacksonville can throw the ball, They though. did throw the ball, but Cousins threw for like 100. Yeah, I mean, that, that might have skewed the numbers. Yeah, it's early. Regardless, they're fourth against the run. So that defense... Uh, the trade they made with San Francisco to get a stud there on their on their defensive line, and we know uh, with with the Maulers they have they they can pound the ball, uh, and the rookies running well for them. So I agree with you. I like the Colts. I'm going to stay away though because I fear uh, Big Nick Foles. Big Nick Foles. Yes, uh, the guy he scares me. All right, this next one we neither of us have this as a best bet. Uh, team number two fifty three, the Saints. It was four. It's now four and a half. They are giving four and a half to the home lines, team number 254 on, on the betting card there. Um, I'll let you lead off with this one, Nick. Four and a half. They, it's climbing. They're they anticipating an angry Saints team here. What, what do you got? Uh, I had a stat. Uh, Saints, I want to say in their last seven, they're 17 and 0 in October, 16 and 1 against the spread in October. For some reason, they struggle early in September. When the when the calendar turns, they become unstoppable. And, and not only that, the Saints are six and two in their against the spread in their last eight games against the Lions. Okay, I also worry uh, a little bit with the Saints not having Michael Thomas. We're, we're seeing a different offense. I'm also worried has Breeze lost the fastball? I know everybody's talking about it. I thought last Sunday night uh, against Green Bay. I live bet the game. I thought for sure, I mean, the way Breeze was playing, I'm like, all right, he's going to show the world he's not done. But he, he couldn't get the job done. No. Um, Saints defense is also not playing up to par. Uh, this Lion team, I, I still have – I don't have them figured out. Uh, they're 30th against the run, which scares me because the Saints will just pound oh, the ball down yep. their throat. Um, they're pretty good against the pass, but is that because teams can just run on them? 
but they just have that unpredictability. Stafford can have that game where he goes off. Yeah. I thought last week, remember I said this against Arizona, I said they could be a different team with Galladay, and they were. They're a different team on defense because yes. they don't pressure. They contain right. They contain Murray, made him pass. Yes. I, I don't know how tr- – like, It's weird. So, yeah. uh you're almost better off not having a pass rush against Murray. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So they're just a team I, I can't figure out yet, so I'm going to lay off that game. Um, I do have a reader email. We want to do it later or now? Because uh, it's, about, now. it's kind can, of about this game. We can do it okay, now. Let me, let me find So this is uh, Rich L. from Middletown. This was last week after the podcast. So okay. this was before the games. Okay. Rich L. from Middletown is a fantasy football legend. Uh, he's won more championships in fantasy football than uh, the Patriots have won Super Bowls. Oh, okay. Yes, this guy, right. is uh, he's no joke about football. All right. What do you say, Nicky Guns? Bet in the house on the Pats. So then he gave, us, he gave us a little bit of criticism here, things we can improve on. He says, the Washington team is not the Redskins anymore. It's now the football club. <laughs> Not, not, not the Washington Redskins. Uh, he says, yes, I agree. Burrow has the it factor. Believe that. Uh, he says, this is before the game. Don't overthink it. Cards are on a roll. I came, and then he texted me later in the day, sent, a, sent an email and said, hey, you were right. The cards weren't on a roll. Uh, Wilson, MVP, totally legit. Coach called that from day one. Uh, he says, tell your buddy, great show. But be a pro. Keep the swearing out of the podcast. <laughs> and he says, Rich, uh, Richie Rich, that's his nickname, uh, over and out. So anyway, a shout nice. out to Rich L. from Middletown. Nice. Thank okay. you, Rich. Back I, at it. Do you have the Saints? Are you taking the Saints? Uh, I never gave you a pick on that, huh? No. I'm going to take the Saints. You're taking the Saints. I'm going to go with the – Definitely not betting that one, though. No, staying away. All right, I, I took the Saints, too. I'm staying away. This could kickstart a run for, for the Saints to get – they get the Lions right now, then they get the Chargers and Panthers at home, and then the Bears on the road. So, th- I mean, this is October. this is the Saints October, October football. Right. right. Um, Saints are outgaining teams on average a season, but the the Lions they're 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 weird. They're getting outgained by sixty yards a game. One of the worst run defenses. They're going against the Saints. That D line for the Saints should be able to carry the day because the Lions are one dimensional. They're just going to be able to pass. And both teams are penalized a lot. Like I was looking at it, the Saints have been penalized quite a bit. Patricia, he's had all this time to get his guys in there. Yeah. And they can't play defense? I, yeah. I just don't understand. That's his MO. Yeah. And I think the QB play goes to the Lions, but Breeze is capable of bouncing back, and he might be a little you know, chip on his shoulder type of thing. Run the ball down their throat, yeah. So I, I, I'm just afraid of the Saints starting to kick kickstart their season here. So I stayed away too, but I took the Saints. Next one up, team 255, your your love child, the, the Arizona Cardinals. They are laying four in Carolina. And you're kind of a fan of Carolina. Is this one of your best bets? It is one of my best bets. Oh, this, that, that must be why the, the music is playing in the background. They knew this was a best bet for both of us in this one. I like them. Best bet. I'll let you lead off in this one. Go ahead. What do you got? Is it, is it you did, going back to your baby? Going back to my baby. All right. Uh, Arizona, rough one last week. Uh, I, I bet you Murray does not have a three interception uh, game the rest of the year. Little meltdown. He, despite the fact he threw three picks, he had them in there at the end of the game. 
Uh, Detroit just came up clutch down the end, and Arizona couldn't stop them. I think for a young team like Arizona, learning to win and learning to handle success, that's part of the, the process that's happening there. And they're having to learn to have success. You get out to a big start, you're the favorite, you play a, a winless team like uh, Detroit, and you have a letdown. So now it's a wake-up call. Now they're going to practice harder. Now things get back in control. Uh, they're 2-1 and one against the spread this year. Carolina's 1-2 and two against the spread. Their defense is playing fairly well. They're 7th in the league, allowing 20 points a game. They, uh, you know, Murray has yet to really, they're doing, you know, okay on offense, but they've really yet to get that ground game going. I think this is the week that starts to happen against a bad Carolina defense. I loved Carolina last week. They came up clutch for me. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is great against the spread. I talk about that every week, but I think they just, they run into a, a team that's a lot hungrier this week. Uh, big game for Arizona. They got a chance to win that division. I'm going to lay the three and a half and take the Cardinals. Uh, it's up to four. I'll, t- I'll lay the four. You lay the four. I'm lay laying the four. the four as well. It's it's one of my best bets as well. We're in agreement. Uh, this is the start of three straight row games for the Cardinals. They get the Carolina, they get the Jets, and then they go to Dallas. So they can really make some hay here. Yep. And, you know, they could be 4-1 and one going into Dallas and, and knock out three road games in the, in the process. That, that'd be huge for them to battle for that NFC West crown. Um, they got to get at least two out of three, and they got to start off on the right foot here. The Cards had the QB advantage, but Panthers Bridgewater is playing great. Uh, as always, no turnovers for Bridgewater. He's averaging 7.9 yards an attempt. He's wow. really getting the ball down the field that's this not, year. That's not his MO either. No, yeah. not at all. Uh, I think the coaching advantage goes to Kingsbury. I've been impressed with him. Uh, Rule's done a nice job circling the wagons without Christian McCaffrey on the road last week to get the W. But again, a young team like the Cardinals may be coming off a win, maybe a little lit down now because of that. The trench fight scares me a little bit. The Panthers are giving up almost five yards a carry, and now the Cards can establish a run, and you're going to have to chase around that wide receiver group, and 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 the you're just not getting at the passer that well. Arizona, I think they went big. They're going on a little run here. Give me the Cardinals as one of my best bets. Next game, Nick, I'm not sure if you have this as a best bet. It is not a best bet for me, but it's one I'm considering for one of my five picks in the Super Contest because I don't have five best bets this week. I can't give too much away with uh, – I'm stalking aces, so. <laughs> Team number 257, the Jacksonville Jaguars, are getting three points on the road against team number 258, the Bengals. This is a slight lean for me. Are you touching this game at all? No way. No way. I'll lead off then. Both teams are 2-1 against the spread. So they're outperforming what Vegas expects from them. Uh, QB, good young matchup. Like, I mean, it, it could go anywhere. You could get a great Minshew performance. You could get... I was shocked at his performance last Thursday night, it, dude. It was a short week. I know. He looked horrible. You could get a great Burrow performance. You could get... You don't know. It could be, he's, oh, well, now we got three games of tape on you. He's yet to have a bad one, though. you yeah. got three games of tape, and Marone has had extra time to prepare. Yep. And Marone is coaching his butt off, and I give him the coaching advantage. He's really – he's got those guys playing. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, Minshew's going to push the ball down the field. 
Burrow doesn't push the ball down the field. His passes are, are kind of short. Mm-hmm. He isn't really getting the ball down the field because I just picked up A.J. Green in a trade, and that's not working out <laughs> too well. Uh, the D-line for Cincy has given up a lot of yards on the ground. Geno Atkins, we're still waiting for his return. Maybe that will clean up some of that defensive line play. Offensive line play, inconsistent for both teams. I'm going to give a slight edge to Jacksonville. So scoring at home this is what you got. Jacksonville winning all the key areas, and they're getting points. Give me the three points with Jacksonville in this one. What you say, Nikki Guns, for you that? Have, you have agreement here. Stay right. away from me. Uh, to see Cincinnati as a favorite, I think it's the first time in I don't know how many years. I, I'm not feeling it. Uh, here's the problem. Exactly what you said. It's the trenches. Since he can't run the ball, they're 30th in the league. They're averaging 79 yards a game rushing, and they can't stop the run. They're giving up 181. Uh, that kid Robinson for Jacksonville, I told Dingler the wrong thing. He uh, texted me a question the other day, who should I take? Uh, this was week two. Benny Snell or Robinson? I told him Snell. That's when Connor was hurt. I should have told him Robinson. Robinson's running. They're going to try to run the ball. I think they'll have some success. They're 19th in the league. I agree with you. Give me Jacksonville. All right. Next game. Is this one a best bet for Nikki Guns? We got number 259, the Cleveland Browns. Now getting five points. It was four and a half against team number 260. This the is a Dallas lock. This Cowboys. is a lock for me. Oh, we got a lock. We got a lock from the Guns in this one. All right, man. Last week, Cleveland Browns, I mean, they were – uh, trailing in the fourth quarter to the Washington football team. They were on the brink of disaster, but instead they pulled it out. Miles Garrett, huge play, strip sack. They got two turnovers late. Chubb, ability to run the ball makes Cleveland dangerous. That's one thing they can do is control the clock. This is what worries me about this game. They are 30th in the league in passing. I'm starting to wonder now about, about Baker. That might have been a huge mistake. I don't know if he – I mean, I don't know if well, he's he's got the it. It doesn't look like they, passing on Wentz was a mistake, though. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, I do like what Stefanski's doing. Uh, Cleveland, I mean, hey, they won the game last week. That's all that counts. But you're running up on a Dallas team now. I know they lost last week to Seattle, but that offense is red hot. Uh, they're the number one passing team in the league. They're averaging almost 400 yards a game, 383 yards a game. Uh, their defense is horrendous. They're the eighth best in points uh, scored a game. They're scoring almost 30 points a game. I think their best defense this week is going to be their offense. Denzel Ward's banged up. I think they're going to light it up early against Cleveland, get out to a big lead. You make Baker Mayfield pass and pass to win the game, Cleveland's going to be in trouble. That play-action game will not be effective. Dallas, 0-3 against the spread. We're going to regress to the mean, to quote the coach. <laughs> the Cowboys roll in this one. 10-point win. Give me the Cowboys as a lock. All right. So I'm in disagreement with you. and I, This is one of the games I'm leaning towards as my, my fifth pick in the Super Contest. And I, I got the Browns. Uh, I think the offensive line play is actually even. The, the Cleveland Browns offensive line has actually been playing pretty decently. Uh, the Browns' identity, identity is wrapped up in the run in that offensive line, and even OBJ is drinking the Kool-Aid. He's out there saying that we're a running team. And uh, maybe Stefanski has them believing. I think the defensive line play goes to the Browns. They've done a good job against the run. 
and that's going to be trouble for the Cowboys. So if you're scoring at home, the, the, the Browns run the ball. The Cowboys not so good at stopping the run. The Browns are going to be able to control the clock, control the game, and the Cowboys' future defense is going to be on the field too long. Coaching, coaching advantage. I'm giving Stefanski a, a little bit of an edge here. He's got a team identity evolving in Cleveland. They're a running team. They got two very good running backs. Uh, the Cowboys look like the Cowboys of last year, finding a way to lose games. So I'm giving the Browns the edge in the coaching category too. QB play, that definitely goes to the Cowboys. Um, sorry, Baker Mayfield fans. He's he's a game manager. He's a, he's a game manager. And, and you, you know what? Daniel Jones, not making a second-year leap. Sam Darnold, not getting it done either. So all these young quarterbacks are supposed to be great. A lot of them aren't taking the leap. Yeah, Darnold's got just trash around him. Though. Yeah, right and, and maybe that's a coaching situation yep. there. You know, Dak did everything to do to keep the Cowboys in that Seattle game last week. And this that's why I'm a little bit hesitant to bet this game because Dak is playing so well. Cleveland's got Denzel Ward, Greedy Williams hurt. Cleveland is That's oh, what scares me. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. That yeah. secondary scares me. Yeah, the cluster injuries yeah. in the secondary. Cleveland is 0-7 against the spread in their last seven road games. This is another reason why I'm not I'm, I'm a little hesitant to, to to pick this one. Cowboys, despite being one and two. Should win this division comfortably so they can be fat and happy with the Giants, the Washington football team, and who they're playing in two of the next three games. So they know they got some wins coming up on the docket. I really want the Browns with the points and even the money line. The last time Cleveland beat Dallas was 1994, and it was a huge upset. That's when Dallas was good. Dallas was a ten and a half uh, point favorite. Is that Belichick? I, I think I read that I think right. That was Belichick and Saban, dude. Yeah, on staff. Yeah. yeah. So the Ho- the hoops will have a comment on that yeah. tomorrow. He'll I, know. I'm pretty sure Dallas was a, a ten and a half point favorite, or maybe Dallas was the dog in that one. But it was an. There was a, the spread was ten and a half. I know ah, that. Boy, hoops will have a comment on that tomorrow. Yep. Next one up. Vikings and Texans. I know this is a game you like, Nick. Vikings number 261. And this game, I believe, is off the board now. It was three and a half. And I think you might have jumped the gun and and, and uh, took maybe uh, the Texans, team number 262, laying the three and a half. What do you got, Nick? I jumped all over that. Um, that and, and the steal. Uh, Houston, I mean, 0-3 against the spread. Not very good scoring points. Uh, they're 28th in the league. Points allowed, they're 29th. Turnover differential, they're 28th. Uh, rushing yards a game, they're 31st in the league. Defensive rushing yards a game, they're 32nd. With all that said, I look at the three teams they played. Possibly the best three teams in the league. Possibly. Definitely top five. Um, so you kind of have to throw those stats out the window. Remember now, Houston was up on the Steelers at halftime. They scored 21 points on Pittsburgh, one of the best defenses in the league. Didn't score the rest of the game. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh played keep away the rest of the time. Thankfully at the goal line, too. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Minnesota has just looked absolutely horrible. They, they gave it their best effort last week. I wonder if losing that game last week kind of just was their last-ditch effort. I wonder if it takes the wind out of their sails. Cousins not playing well. 
Uh, they're the 31st team in points allowed a game. They're giving up 34 points a game. A Zimmer defense, 34 points a game. I don't think it gets better. They're 31st in turnover differential. Uh, they're giving up almost 300 yards a game. But let's look at the teams they've played. Packers. Yep. yep. They they put up a lot of points on a good Saints defense. Yep. Colts are very capable offensively. Yep. But they're and, not a high-powered. But the Titans have been scoring on teams too. Yeah. They, they're I, more around, you know, they, they and scored. Pound. They didn't score much in, in Denver the first, but they scored a bunch at Jacksonville. Yep. They scored a bunch last yep. week. Yep. So. so we'll see. I, I wonder. Um, Zimmer off the loss. I mean, he's he's clutch against the spread. I just have the feeling this is a get-right game for Houston. O'Brien's got a history of, of rough starts. The schedule maker did him no favors. No. Um, I will lay that three and a half. I'll lock it up. I think get right for Houston, putting up big numbers, play from the front of the pack. I'll take Watson in Houston. It's taking Watson in Houston. I'm going against you on this one. I didn't. I did not jump on that line. Uh, luckily, uh, with the COVID outbreak between Minnesota and Tennessee, uh, Texans 0-3, tough schedule, but also 0-3 against the spread. Uh, so they're they're underachieving in Vegas' eyes. They're due. They're due. Uh, Minnesota, disappointing loss to Tennessee. Desperation game for both teams. The the Texans can't stop the run. The Vikings average six yards a carry. They will run the ball. Hopefully Dalvin Cook is healthy for the game. <laughs> who, who knows who could come down with something here. Uh, Texans can't run but pass very well. Minnesota gives up 8.3 yards a pass attempt. So you have you could, it's potential for a very high-scoring game. Uh, no advantage on the offensive defensive line. Teams have not gotten it done, both of them, on either side of the ball in the trenches. Watson's off to a rough start. Cousins is playing terrible. Oh. Their schedule has been difficult, uh, just, just as difficult as the Texans, like I mentioned. Zimmer's a better coach. We could have a game of keep away. Expect a heavy run attack from Minnesota. Keep their bad defense off the field. Keep Watson off the field. The, the Vikings are 4-0 against the spread in their last four games, the only four games they've played against the Texans. So there you go. Oh, it's Coach Finstock. He has, he has to talk to us. I get it, Coach. What's that from? Let me give you a little advice. There's three rules that I live by. Never get less than 12 hours sleep. Preach. Never play cards with a guy who's got the same first name as a city. Absolutely. And never go near a lady who's got a tattoo of a dagger on her body. I like the tattoo. Now, you stick with that. Everything else is cream cheese. Great game there, Scotty. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach Finstock. I really need that inspiration for my coach's clipboard lock of the week. And it's... Team number 263, the Seahawks. And it was six and a half. I believe it's now seven. Let me see. Let me see here. Where did it go? It is now seven points. Team 264, the Dolphins are now getting seven points. Guns, this is my coach's clipboard. Lock of the week. And it's the Dolphins. Do you have a lock? I don't, but I'm, I'm on your side on this one. All right. I think everybody in America is betting Seattle this week. And they should not. And let me talk to you about it. Extra time for the Dolphins to prep. I like that. Chris, uh, Chris Carson banged up. Knee might not play. Long trip for the second time in, a four, in four weeks for the Seahawks. going all Probably the longest trip they can make going all the way to Miami. 
is a non-conference game for the Seahawks. Their next three games, Minnesota home, at the Cardinals, San Francisco home. Definitely a look beyond this game type of situation for the Seahawks. This is a game where they have to, they, will, they don't have a lit down. I'm glad I waited. I got the seven points because it was six and a half when it first banged out. I, I, third down will be owned by Miami. Believe it or not, they are better in third down percentage on offense and defense. QB advantage definitely goes to Seattle. The coaching advantage goes to Seattle. But the trench fight in this one, defensive line and offensive line, the offensive line for Miami, I was down on it. It's played pretty well. They're going to win the battle at the line of scrimmage. You got that heat in Miami. You got the long trip for Seattle. Let down game for them. And Miami, well-disciplined. Doesn't get penalized a lot. Seattle does. Miami will cover and a possible upset. I will throw a little money line action on this one. Give me the Dolphins plus seven. Coach's clipboard lock of the week. Guns. Gutsy call. Uh, Sometimes you have to have guts. Absolutely, dude. Oh, you know me. (laughs) I'll throw it out there. Seattle last in the league passing defense. They're giving up over 430 yards a game passing. We could see a lot of Fitz magic. Um, Wilson has been carrying that team, putting so much pressure on other teams' offenses because of he's just lighting it up 14 touchdowns through three games. Uh, the other thing that's saving that Seattle defense, and again, it's it's a good offense that creates a, a, a defense that relies off that offense just putting up so many numbers that you have to chase. Uh, they are second in the league at plus four in, in takeaway differential. That's big. You can't rely on takeaways every game, though. Nope. I mean, especially when you're giving up yardage like that. So Just better hope Fist Magic doesn't have one of those days. <laughs> and that's, that's what I worry about. Yep. Um, I also worry about that Miami defense. Um, Russell might put a hurting on them. Uh, stay away from me, but it's a game I had on my radar as well as an upset. Uh, I will take the Dolphins and the points, but it's a stay away. All right, next game on the docket, number 265, the team formerly from San Diego, the Los Angeles Chargers, getting what was seven and a half, and it is still seven and a half, at team number 266, the Bucks. Nick, is this one of your locks? It is. Oh, not the five-star, though. No. Not the five. I'll let you lead off. It's not All a right. lock for me. So uh, I, I – I called it last week. I was on Carolina over um, the Chargers. You you got it. You know they they surprised him with Herbert that week. You know they didn't have any tape on him. He came out. He ran his thing. There, San Diego has a history of playing well against Kansas City. Well, they got a week to look at him. Uh, I I called Carolina in the upset. It happened. So now you got Herbert. He looked. Mortal, right? He looked like a rookie quarterback. And yes, now you're going to send Herbert down to Tampa. Uh, they've got a great history of traveling East Coast time and, and stats, but it's not a veteran quarterback. And he's going up against, to me, one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, they're third against the run. They're 14th against the pass. They create havoc. They hit. They run. They create turnovers. Uh, they're 14th in the league uh, at turnover differential. Brady has gotten better every week. 
They're 14th in the league in scoring, almost 13, uh, 30 points a game. They're 7th in the league, only allowing 20 points a game. Brady continues to get better. They're not satisfied. They're driven. Rookie quarterback on the road. They just lost Chris Harris. They put him on the IR. Huge loss for them. That's their best slot corner. Give me Tampa Bay in a runaway. Tommy, they're, they're in the lead in that division. Beware of the Bucks. All right. So I, I, I mentioned in the college pod there was a, an email and I answered, and I said, you know, the, Tommy was very bright, and he picked a team with a good defense. And you know who did something like that at the end of his career? Mr. Peyton Manning. And, you know, very smart individuals. Very similar. But I wonder, you know, I wonder if, if, if Peyton was like, what, did you take my blueprint when they did that little golf tournament with uh, Phil and, and Tiger? So uh, Bucks have a couple of injuries at wide receiver, which – I don't think it's going to affect Brady too much because he's used to throwing to second-tier wide receivers. <laughs> uh, they still have Evans. Uh, probably get a little, a little bit more targets than he's been getting. Uh, Brady's a clear choice in this QB matchup. Brady you know, uh, found that good defense, that defensive line for Tampa Bay, and the rest of that defense is really good. The offense is going to put up a, a, a good number in this spot. The Chargers' defensive line is good, but Melvin Ingram is hurt. They have multiple injuries on that side of the ball. Tampa Bay offensive line isn't great, but it's better than that Chargers offensive line. They have real issues with that defensive front of Tampa. The coaching matchup goes to the Bucs. The Bucs have been sloppy. Their yards per play advantage goes to the Chargers, but they get conserved and don't cash in in the red zone. And they, they had that rookie quarterback under that pressure. I'm going to take the Bucs, but I'm going to stay away from it. I, there's just something about that Bucs team I just don't trust yet. I, so, to, I told you last week I didn't think Driscoll would last a game. I thought it'd be an injury, but instead they just pulled him. Yeah. I mean, he got hit like yeah. it's nobody. Like you business. said, he was holding on to the ball, yeah. and I'm like laughing. I'm like, you Nick can't called do that it. against Tampa Bay, dude. Nope. Oh, nice, nice, nice catch, catch by Hicks in center. Um, next game up, this is, this is probably one of your locks. This is one of my locks, but it's been taken off the board, which I'm a little disappointed was taken off the board because I like this game. Team 267, the Steelers. Minus it was minus one. It went up to one and a half against at team number two sixty eight, the Titans, who has a COVID outbreak. This is one of my locks. Is it one of your locks? It is, sir. All right. So we both I imagine you have the Steelers. I do. All right, I'll let you lead off and I'll follow it up. Go ahead. What you the, got? I know the emailers are gonna talk about my homerism here, but uh Steelers two and one against the spread. Tennessee three and zero, but zero and three against the spread. Um, I just think this is a game where the matchup is bad for Tennessee. What does the Steelers do well? They stop the run. They're number one in the league stopping the run. Skewed by the Giants, though. Also this week with uh, the Texans, they go thirty nine yards to the running back. Yeah. So their average right now, which is so unrealistic is they're giving up 54 yards a game rushing. <laughs> they're first in the league. Um, Tennessee, what do they want to do? They want to run the ball. They want to go play action with Tannehill. Tennessee's defense is living off turnovers. They're first in the league turnover differential. They're plus five. Steelers are ninth at plus two. Um, Steel remains hungry. This whole COVID thing. So now you're going to have a Tennessee Titan team 
They cannot be at the facility until Saturday to do a walkthrough. They're talking about they might even move this game to Monday night, they said. I so heard we, Tuesday possibly. Okay. So we, we're good. this could be a a factor we, we cannot come into play here. Now, those of you who have already made a ma- wager, they, they have to play within a week of the scheduled game at the site it was supposed to be at for the wager to count, depending on what sports book or you go to. Or it's off the book. Or, or, or you get your, you get okay. your refund. Okay. Yep. So I jumped on this right away. I was on it anyway, and then when I saw the COVID, um, Minnesota, by the way, also shut down their facility. So yep. that could be a, a factor. Um, so, again, I just think it's an, an underperforming defense in Tennessee against the Steeler offense. They've yet to click. It's a running game. Don't get me wrong, Tannehill, he's playing lights out. He's like 16-4 and four as a starter. Yeah. He scares me. Yeah. I don't think this game is a, is a walk away in any means. I just think the advantages go to Pittsburgh in the key spots. I think they have a better defense, and I think they have a better offense. This game initially came out as a pick em. went to one and a half. I'll take the Steelers as a lock, especially with the COVID and no practice. Hopefully the game goes off. Give me the steal. In the look-ahead lines, you could have got the Steelers getting two points. I know. I didn't bet it early me enough. Either. There. Uh, th- I hope they play this game. It was between this game, the Pats, Chiefs, and the Bills, Raiders, as I thought were the games of the week, the games yep. I'd want to watch. Yep. Definitely don't want to watch the Giants. I'd love if it were on a Tuesday night. Yeah. I'd love it. Oh, that'd be great. We'd be doing the podcast. and Oh, watching the game live. Oh, yeah. oh that'd be awesome. Uh, the Titans haven't covered yet, but they're 3-0. So they're, they're not – Performing the way Vegas expected, uh, or Vegas is underestimating them, right? So, or overestimating them. Uh, I have a coaching draw between Tomlin and Vrabel. Vrabel's impressed me. Uh, does a good job late game situations. The Titans Taylor uh, Lewin is hurt, left guard, and you're going against that that, that steel the, the new steel curtain there. That, I forgot that's, to mention that Lewan injury. That's yeah, huge. so that that's dangerous for them. Yep. Uh, the, t- the Titans are a little Patriot-like where their numbers don't add up to wins in those key stats. Uh, they don't stop the run. They don't get to the passer. Pitt has an advantage on the defensive line, the offensive line. Tennessee's getting outgained by 30 yards a game. The Steel's outgaining teams by almost 100 yards. Uh, it, the Pitt is not great on third down offense and defense, but they're better than Tennessee. QB play has been huge. Tannehill's been great. I think Pittsburgh can stop him. Can Big Ben reach back on the road and have a throwback game? Because he hasn't clicked, as you as you would say. This line is also teasing the public, I think, to take Tennessee. That making making the Steelers a favorite on the road, even though everybody's been impressed with Tennessee. They're three and zero. I think it's I think it's like a, a Dirty little Jedi mind trick by Vegas. I'm zagging on this one. I'm taking Pitt. They're better in all phases of the game. Tennessee is smoke and mirrors. They've beaten bad teams this year. They beat Denver, Jacksonville, Minnesota. Give me the steal. Lock it up. Last 1 o'clock game. We have team number 269, the Ravens. Oh, that's Ric Flair I hear. Let's be realistic for a minute. Am I cooking, huh? Let me take a look at this, huh? Is this what's happening in professional wrestling, huh? Very cocky. A lot of charisma. The most well-known, the best-looking, the best-dressed. Custom-made clothes. Gold or 
around my neck, Rolex watch around my wrist. My shoes cost more than your house. Drive a Lincoln Continental, a Mercedes, a Rolls, own a Corvette, live in the biggest house on the biggest side of town. Jet airplanes. And I got a limousine sitting out there a mile long with 25 women just died for me to go. Woo! Woo! To ride Space Mountain. Woo! This is my five star stone cold. Oh my gosh. Lead pipe lock of the week. Okay. Should be three and zero. I'm two and one. I got burned by the Steelers against Denver. You have a Baltimore team that was embarrassed <laughs> on Monday night football. I've never seen that Raven team since Lamar Jackson was a rookie. Look that bad on offense and defense. Harbaugh. Not happy. No. He well, looked he looked pissed. Did you see during the game he had his yes. gator down, down, spitting in the ref's face? Oh, going off, dude. He got he has to get fined. That's just that's just bad. Going He's, off. That's if just, I were that ref, I would have said, dude, put your mask on. Yeah, yes. I would have like I would yeah. pushed him away. Flag something. Yeah, right? get the heck away from me. Lamar Are you kidding me? Did not look happy on the sidelines. No. This has been my theory on Lamar. You know what was happy? Nikki Guns. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Nikki Guns had some stuff going there. <laughs> Lamar, I've said this for a while now. I've I've fought with emailers, uh, not fought, argued, said my opinion. You put this man in a position where he has to throw to win a football game, you jump up on them, he does not win. They trail at halftime, he does not win. Lamar is not going to make those pinpoint throws to win a football game like Mahomes. Missed I, a tight end in the end zone. I. It, had him though. Guy should have caught it, but still. Yeah. Here's the the thing. Lamar, probably one of the greatest athletes we've seen in our lifetime. But he cannot make those pinpoint throws. Oh. He will not have to do that against Washington. <laughs> no. They are gonna come in this game angry. Their defense is gonna be angry. They got lit up on national television. They're the fourth best defense in the league, even after Monday night, allowing thirty points a game. Uh excuse me, they've scored they're the fourth best scoring offense in the league, 30 points a game. Third best defense, allowing 18.7. Second in turnover differential. Who likes to turn the ball over? No. Haskins. Well, he he hadn't for five straight games, and then I, I had to get them all. I, I had them all saved up like a squirrel. I just spit it all out in one game. <laughs> Three picks and a fumble. Um, Baltimore, I, I can't express it enough. The fact that I'm getting under two touchdowns here. They're going to play angry. Lamar goes wild. I just traded for him this week in fantasy. Oh, I'm picturing a five-touchdown game, couple running, couple throwing. Blowout city. Baltimore plays angry. Washington, on the other hand, they got their week one win. Since then, it's been nothing but downhill. Uh, injuries to that defensive front, which is the best part of their team. They're bad on the back end. Uh, they're giving up. They're the 29th ranked team as far as giving up passing yards a game. They can't stop the run. They're 25th against the run. They can pressure the quarterback, but you can't you can't pressure pressure Lamar. No. He will run. He will he'll find a way out of it. Give me the Ravens in an absolute stomp fest. Baltimore is my five star stone cold lead pipe lock of the week. Uh, I I have the Ravens, but I'm not locking it up. I'm not even leaning toward it. 
Uh, Ravens had a short week coming off a loss. This is a get-well game for them. Mismatch all around. Coaching is the closest matchup that we have here, Harbaugh versus Rivera. But even that, Harbaugh's probably a couple clicks ahead. Uh, the O-line for Washington is not good in either pass protection or run blocking. Uh, sneaky thing to look at down the road, though. Baltimore's offensive line has not played pr- particularly well this year. Uh, so that might come back to haunt them later on. And, you know, if the defensive line for Washington football team was a little bit more healthy, Chase Young left that game. And you know what? They were in that game until he left. They were winning in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, and then once he got hurt, it kind of went downhill for them. Uh, it's a mammoth QB advantage for the Ravens. Haskins' run of turnovers, uh, no turnovers, fell apart last game. He had four. Uh, it's early, but the red zone TD percentage rate for the Ravens is down around 50%. So between the bad offensive line play, their, their red zone play not being that good, their third down offense and defense is not in the top third of the league anymore that's, either. That's regression to the mean. Right. Yeah. So that's scaring me for the Ravens a little bit. There's a lot, of season, a lot of season left, so time to clear it up. But beware the Ravens down the stretch here. They, they, you know, they're my Super Bowl pick to go against Seattle and lose. But uh, If they're trailing. Yeah, it's, they're in a dangerous situation. What I'm seeing from their offensive line, what they're doing in the red zone, I haven't been pleased with it. I'm staying away from that one. Um, Ravens minus 13 is my pick, but I'm staying away. All right, we're about to the 4 o'clock. So let's stop for a moment. Uh, go to www.jeffreybelanger.com. All the picks are there that we just went over with you. They're absolutely free. When you're there, click on the Amazon banner. At buy yourself something nice with all those winnings because we've been winning for you. And a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. And, uh, you know, if you like the podcast, subscribe to it on iTunes. Rate it, review it. I mean, guys, we're get we're we're not charging you, and we're, we're and we're be- winning. We're better than a lot of these pros, dude. Come on, I mean, Joe Blow in his hot tub lounge, we're, we're <laughs> rocking it. <laughs> the hot tub lounge. So this next game, not a best bet for either of us. The Giants, team two seventy one, getting thirteen points against team number two seventy two, the Rams. Let me speak of, of the Giants. I'm going to find some positives here, folks. Got another good draft pick coming up this coming year. You know, that that's one thing we're looking forward to. Uh, they're not getting penalized nearly as much as they did in the past. It's cut in half. They're averaging only four penalties a game, the Giants. That That's really good for them. They've been around eight past years. The defense has been put in tough spots. The turnovers from the offense, the going for it on fourth down their own ends, which they had to do. I'm not... They had to do it. So it's making their defense look worse than it is. The defensive line play has been good. Actually better than the Rams' defensive line play, but they get away with it because Aaron Donald is all-world and covers up a lot of the mistakes that defensive line has made for the Rams. Uh, The offensive line play of the Giants is going to make that Rams' defensive line look better than it is, unfortunately. So they can't take advantage of having the advantage on defensive line. The Giants... Nick Gates, new at center, and it showed. Rookie left tackle, uh, Thomas uh, Fleming coming over to Cowboys, right tackle, new to the Giants, and it has shown. Their offensive line play has been abysmal. The QB play has been great for the Rams. The Giants were hoping this is a second-year leap for Daniel Jones. It's more like making one of the Giants leap off a a bridge. Um, He's not the answer. Maybe he gets around. They did a lot of design runs last week, and he was like their leading rusher. Uh, they might have to do more of that. Uh, 
He's going to lose his job to Trevor Lawrence at this rate. Um, McVay has the Rams playing well. Uh, they either made good halftime adjustments against the Bills or that was the Bills for the third week in a row not playing well in the second half. We'll get to that in a couple of games here. The Giants' red, red zone offense is bad. They do not stop anyone on third down. Despite all this bad news for the Giants and how bad they look, I think the Giants' defense actually keeps them around in this game. The last nine games against the Rams, the Giants are 8-1 and one against the spread. They lost the last one, though, 52-17. to 17. I'm going to take the Giants getting the 13 points, but I don't like it. I won't bet it. What do you got, Nick? Same here. I won't bet it. I just got that. I had that feeling last week about Arizona. I've got that feeling this week. I had the feeling, though, last week with the Giants. Actually, I had it for the last two weeks with the Giants, but they covered against the Bears. Yeah, um, I thought they would give San Fran all they all they could handle. I thought that was their Super Bowl. They just laid down. They can't run the ball. Uh, they're thirty first in points scored a week uh, in a game. They're averaging thirteen points a game scored. They they can't run the ball. They're last in the league, fifty six yards a game. Uh, Rams are going to come in there and run the ball down their throat. It's a game I'm staying away from, but I just got that gut feeling. If yeah. uh, gun to my head, take the Giants, and uh, this could be a, a one of those games. Like, how do the Giants beat the Rams? Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm staying away. That's that's my take. Maybe we have to do like a little money line, like a lottery ticket, yeah. like we did last time. Yeah, get the Giants plus yeah. five, like one, one or two more teams. Well, the, the other one I like is the Dolphins possible upset. Yep. Maybe we do like a little a little parlay with that, and maybe cash in a little bit. All right, next game up. This one is one I'm leaning towards possibly being one of my super contest picks. Not a best bet, but it's definitely a lean for me. Team number 273 on the betting card, the Patriots. They, last I looked, were getting seven points, and they still are getting seven points at team number 274, the Chiefs. Guns, is this a best bet for you? It, if this line goes to seven and a half. You want that hook, huh? It's a best bet for me. Okay. So if it goes to seven and a half, and I'm I'm watching and waiting. Well, right now it's the Gi- Patriots plus seven minus one fifteen. So I think if it's going to go anywhere, it's going to go down. To okay. Six and yep. A half. So I mean, I think the public saw KC uh, put on a show last night, uh, dismantled the Ravens. I I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Um, yeah, you could. You bet it. Well, I know I did, but I still <laughs> couldn't believe what I was seeing. Um, Points scored a game. They're pretty even, almost 30 apiece for both teams. Points allowed a game. Actually, Kansas City's defense last night is what really surprised me. I thought they were going to have a lot of trouble with the Ravens. They shut the Ravens down. Um, Both teams really good in turnover differential. They protect the ball. Uh, This should be a battle. Uh, uh, New England's going to run the ball. They're first in the league, run the ball. Seven rushing touchdowns. Uh, defensively, Kansas City's not really good against the run, but they were really good last night. So I think it's game plan uh, specific. You know, yeah. they it depends on who they're playing. Reads almost like Belichick that every game is just a different, uh, you know, animal. Animal, exactly. It's a different lineup. It's a different uh, game plan depending on who they play. So I, I, I don't have a lot of trust in these stats. Um, you can't trust stats with the Patriots. Definitely not. Cam's best game last week, yeah. and this Kansas City defense is is fast. It's ferocious. I just, I don't know. Is this a, is this a letdown spot? I would think so for Kansas City, but not against not the when you're playing the Patriots, right? No. But seven points, it's too many. Belichick when he's a seven point underdog, I think he's, 
Has he ever been a seven point up? Yeah, he has like eleven times. He's like nine and two against the spread. Yeah. As eleven, the last time he was a uh, more than a, a touchdown underdog, was the Super Bowl against was the Rams. When Brady got suspended. Oh, okay. For Arizona, and they won that game on the field. Yeah. So stay away from me. Uh, New England's dangerous. KC can blow anybody out any game. Uh, gun to my head, I'll take the Pats. If Pats get seven and a half or more, I'm locking it up. So this is a lean to me, and it's a lean to the Patriots. And who's the Super Bowl champion? The Kansas City Chiefs. And what a shock. The Patriots match up well with the Chiefs this year. I wonder why. The Pats have designed their team to go against the Chiefs, possibly in the playoffs, and beat them. The Pats, the Pats have one of the best run offenses. Uh, keeps the ball in Mahomes' hands. Keeps the ball in Mahomes' hands. The Chiefs are better, but if they have a, a defensive weakness, it's stopping the run. Yep. Pass defense has a lot of new parts, but their strength is their pass defense. And the Chiefs' strengths on offense is their passing game. Key stats for these two teams are quite similar. Yards per game, yards allowed, yards per pass, yards per run, yards allowed on defense per pass and per run. Chiefs are better on third down offense. Uh, the offensive line advantage goes to the Chiefs. The defense slightly advantage to the Chiefs. Coaching advantage is definitely Belichick over Reed. Um, the, the gap is always big when you're considering Belichick versus any coach. Reed has a good history, though, against Belichick. Yeah, but it's still Belichick. Yep, yep. And but I know Reed's a top-five coach. Yep. Uh, the, key, the Chiefs coaching staff on a short week, tough game coming off the Ravens. QB advantage, Chiefs. Cam is good, but clear winner is the Chiefs in that category. I wrote, is this a trap? Should the Pats really be getting a full TD? Uh, it, it, the underdog between these two teams the last four times they played is 4-0. Wow. Uh, I'm going to take the Patriots in this one, and it might be one of my five supers. I will say the offensive game plan that Reed, his play calling last night versus the Ravens. Yeah. Was probably one of the best I've seen in a long time. I mean, he ran every misdirection, yeah, hill in motion. I mean, I was like, "Wow, they're pulling out." They they looked great, and they kind of had to show it because that that's a game and a half lead for yes, the, the right, bye. Right, so. right. All right, so we're in agreement with that one. Next one up. I wonder if this is the best bet for you. Last four o'clock game, team number two seventy five, the Buffalo Bills, your favorite team in the AFC East. Minus, it was two and a half points. I wonder if it stayed there. Uh, it it's three. up to three. Yeah. They're now giving three points to Team 276, the Las Vegas Raiders. This is a lock for me. This is a lock for Nikki Guns. I'll let you lead off in this one, Nick. What, what, what do you got? I, I imagine it's the Bills. It's not. Whoa! It is the Raiders. Really? Uh, yes. Um, I think this is going to be a, a theme amongst the Raiders and Gruden. Um Buffalo, definitely the better team. Uh, Allen, absolutely on fire. Both teams with great offenses. Raiders' defense is not very good. Uh, Buffalo's middle of the pack. I think the Raiders in Vegas are going to be one of the toughest outs in football for the next five years. I think they're establishing it where that you come to Vegas, players get a little uh, time to hang out and enjoy the scenes and the sights. It's a big disadvantage coming in there on the road. Buffalo does not travel west and play in the Pacific time zone very often. Oh. 
The last seven times they have, they're one and six against the spread. Um, young quarterback in Allen, he's had a couple dramatic wins over Miami and over um, last week over the Rams, a game they should not have won. Garbage call. Going out to Vegas. Ra- uh, Raiders were in that game, believe it or not, till the fourth quarter. I mean, we were watching that game, you know, a couple missed field goal, hurt the Raiders. The, the safety was turned into a touchdown, hurt the Raiders. I think Gruden's got his squad fired up. I think for Allen and Buffalo, a little success. This is a little too big of a, uh, you know, a letdown game for them traveling out west. Pacific time zone, giving me three points. I'll take the Raiders in this one, and I'll lock it up. Ooh, you're locking it up. The surprise lock. All right, I'm not locking this one up. I, I am uh, – I'm going – the Bills are gobbling up yardage on offense. The Raiders give up a lot of yards. The Raiders need to control the ball and keep that defense off the field as much as possible. Uh, the defensive line for the Raiders might not help because they have trouble stopping the run. And you know what the Bills like to do? They like to run the ball, and they haven't done it successfully yeah, all year. they good at it. Uh, the Bills' defensive line is pretty darn good versus the run, and they, you know that might be because they jumped out the leads though. So we're going to find out against this Raiders team because they like to run and they're very good at it. The offensive line play for both teams has been okay, but not where they want yet this season. I think the QB advantage goes to Allen, who's hitting on all cylinders. Carr's been good, but not great, and I think it, it's kind of his ceiling what we're getting from him right now. Uh, the wide receiver situation for Las Vegas might hurt them. They have three injuries in that group. Uh, the trend right now is that Bill's jumping out early. And then, for whatever reason, the second half, you know, they've had to hold on to dear life, even against the Jets. Uh, so I might look to bet them in the first half and maybe fade them in the second half. Uh, if, if I'm not a bet on this game. Uh, but I will take the Bills laying the three points uh, in Las Vegas in this one. Hey, before we get to the prime time, prime time games, don't forget to visit www.mybookieag. Use the promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a 50% sign-up bonus when you do that. You play, you win, you get paid at mybookieag. And we got two games. Two games probably not that great. Uh, I think we'll probably get some sleep on Sunday and Monday night maybe. Uh, so uh, game number 277, the Eagles. And last I checked, they were getting just six and a half points. Oh, it's up to seven. Up to seven. Eagles getting seven points at the Niners. And, Nick, this might shock you. I'm going with the Eagles in this one. Uh, The Eagles tied and gained ground on the worst division in football. He had to play for the tie. I didn't agree with it when I was watching it. And and you watched it later, right? You agreed. No, I talked to an Eagles fan, and he goes, he had no choice. He had to do it. And it made perfect sense. Uh, injuries mount for the Eagles at wide receiver, cornerback, offensive line, defensive line. And now tight end Dallas Goddard broke his ankle. Um, blame Wentz all you want, but he has less skill position talent than previous years. Their tackle's out now. Um, yeah. Johnson, right? Peters. Peters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mullins played great against the Giants. This is not a shock. I heard that Shanahan... I forgot where I heard it from. Likes Mullins so much, they were shopping Garoppolo around. Could be like uh like, check with uh, it, Bledsoe. Yeah. 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 So, uh, and Mullins played pretty well 
the uh, when Garoppolo yeah. was out. Yep. Uh, Mullins eight point eight yards an attempt, passing attempt. That's phenomenal. Uh, he might, you know, he, he might be a little better better than Jimmy G. Uh, skill position for Niners is lacking as well due to injuries. So, you know, if the advantage though goes to the Niners because they can scheme guys open. I haven't seen the Eagles able to do that yet. So we have a coaching advantage and QB advantage to the Niners. Offensive and defensive line advantage also to the Niners, but slightly. The Eagles aren't really this bad, though. Carson Wentz, he's got to break out of it. I think reality could set in with all these San Francisco backups. This is a stay-away game for me, but if I'm picking every game, I'll, I'll take the Eagles into seven points. What you got? Total, total agreement. Uh, Philly 0-3 against the spread. Carson Wentz is not the player that we're seeing right now. He's got nothing around him. Jason Peters got hurt. There's injuries. He has no offensive line. He's got nobody to throw the ball to. Um, I question some of the play calling from Peters. Man, just give Sanders the ball. Let him run, dude. Um, mm-hmm. Again, sooner or later, those injuries have to catch up to the Niners. I keep wondering when. That just This just shows me how good of a coach uh, Shanahan is. I mean, he's just he's got nobody out there. He's lost... Almost his whole 11 starters or something ridiculous. Yeah. He, he continues to win. Um, they Re- continue. Really good coach. Second best defense points allowed in football without Boza and, and uh, Sherman. It's just, it's unbelievable to me. Uh, is it the teams they played? I don't know. With all that said, they should blow Philly out of the building. I just got a gut on this one. Philly wins the game on the field. Oh, wow. This could be a money line bet for me. I'm probably wrong. I'm probably going to get laughed at, but I, I just got to cut right, on so this we, one. So we go our three upsets. We got Dolphins. Yep. We got Giants. Dolphins are playing. Tell me again. The Dolphins are, are playing Seattle. Okay. I'm a little shady about that one. Dolphins, but. Giants, Eagles. Oh. Money line parlay. Right, well, I'll, I'll put it Lotto in. Lotto ticket. I'll put it in and see what it comes up at. All right. All right. So. Last game, Guns, last game. I got to get you pumped up for this one. All right. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo. Woo. Yes, sir. That's my boy right there. So we got Team 279, the Falcons. Last I checked, they were getting seven points, but I'm not betting it yet because they're going to get more. And it's at seven and a half. Oh, yeah, it's going to go. It's, it's going to go up. even higher. So sometimes when you bet, you got to be uncomfortable and bet these <laughs> shitty teams. And I don't think the Falcons are actually that shitty on offense. They're not. I mean, they lost to Seattle. They lost to Dallas. Yep. They lost to the best relief pitcher in, in, in the NFL, yep. Nick Foles. Should be 2-1, really. Should be 2-1. So, last game, Green Bay versus a good New Orleans defense was very impressive. The, the Packers have three injuries at the linebacker position. Does this help Atlanta's run game? If it does, maybe they can control the clock, keep Green Bay offense off the field. I'm a little concerned Atlanta's young ho Koo has a strained groin, so the, the kicking game could come into effect here. Uh, could be an issue for the Falcons. Atlanta is a team playing better than expected. 
than in Green Bay. Five and one against the spread the last six times they've been in Lambeau. The pack defense is still a liability to get off the field on third down, especially with those linebackers injured. There's a chance Atlanta can play keep away. The pack O-line is very good. Atlanta's average offensive line. So that, that defensive front has really got to get it done with those linebacker injuries for the Packers. Um, they've been getting after the passer well. The Falcons a little snake bit. They lost the best reliever in the NFL last week. There's always a little regression to the mean. I think the Falcons are due. They're not that bad. Worst case scenario, I think they can backdoor cover for me here. This might be one of the five games I pick in the Super. I got the Falcons plus seven and a half. Where are you going this one? I'm on the fence. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you, but here's what I worry about. Uh, I agree with everything you said. Uh, Atlanta's overdue. I think Quinn, it just worries me. Is he a dead man walking? Is he coaching for his career? Is it already over? Um, I mean, you keep losing games like Atlanta lost. Eventually, it just takes the heart out of your team. They're, they're just going to stop playing. Gut punches. Um, you know, Ryan, fourth quarter, just score a couple points, you win that game. I mean, he just could not. Get a first down. Yeah, he couldn't get a first three down. Three state, three now. It was Super Bowl all over again. Um, you know, I look at this position with, with Green Bay. This, this would be, if this were a Sunday game at 1 o'clock, this is a classic letdown for Green Bay. This is a Green Bay team that's undefeated. Here come the 0-3 uh, Atlanta Falcons. They're horrible. Let down, but it's not a Sunday at 1 o'clock. It's a Monday night game, and Aaron is angry, and he's playing angry. And now he gets to show the whole world again Imagine how angry he is. If he would have, if they would have drafted him a weapon. He's doing this without Devontae Adams. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how long it can continue. They're, they're – Another team here that's playing so well offensively that it's covering the deficiencies in their defense. Yep. Um, it's a game I'm not going to bet off the rip. It's going to be a live. Uh, this is a game I would, I'm not going to you know, stay away from. Had to take it in a pinch. I'm going to take Atlanta getting the hook. I think the hook's big, but scary game. Uh, could turn into a route either way. Not either way, but uh, Green Bay. But like you said, could be Atlanta on the back door cover with that offense. So I'll take Atlanta, but I'm going to stay away. All right. We got Darth Wager with his best bet for week four in the NFL. His force choke pick of the week. And he's, it's a rock fight between the coach and Darth. And now it's for Darth Wager's choke force lock of the week. The game I'm focusing on this week is Seattle versus Miami. Miami coming in with a record of one and two, two and one against the spread, oh, against the spread, and three and zero oh overall. Seattle boasting a six and one record in the last um, seven games against the spread, while against Miami they are one and six against the spread in the last seven games. So that's not boding well here for. Darth, but I will say the better quarterback and my locks of the week so far as the last two weeks I've taken Green Bay to win 
And both times I've come out victorious in the 2-0. This time I'm taking Seattle, which is my, I've also been seen at minus 7. I will take them at minus 7. I will take them at minus 6.5. I don't want to sound like Dr. Seuss, but give me Russell Wilson and the true Wilson against Ryan Fitzpatrick and his fake bearded MVP type season he is having at this time. What do you think, coach? So Darth Wager and I are in disagreement. We got a lock fight because I had Miami as my my lock, my coach's clipboard lock of the week, and it's Darth Wager's force choke lock of the week. Oh, somebody's going to lose, somebody's going to win. Lancer Brothers in the battle. There we go. So there we have it, folks. Hope everybody has a great end to their work week. Please uh, rate, review uh, the, the podcast on iTunes. Appreciate that if you do that. And, uh, you know, go to www.jeffreyblanger.com. Get all those free picks. And uh, buy one of my books, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play. And I hope everybody has a great week. And as always, may the picks be with you. Woo. Woo.